Amen. We are blessed this morning through the praise, worship, and the songs that we have offered unto the Lord. Amen. I don't know about you, but I was experiencing God's presence as we sang. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Shall we turn to the scriptures? We will continue with our theme, What Moves You? What Moves You? Praise the Lord. So we're going to read the scripture portions that we've been reading. Go ahead. Hebrews 11 verse 7. By faith Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. Genesis 7, verses 17 and 18. For 40 days the flood kept coming on the earth, and as the waters increased, they lifted the ark high above the earth. The waters rose and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the water. Genesis 8, verse 1. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark, and he sent a wind over the earth, and the waters receded. My Father, we are grateful to you this morning. We are thankful for the privilege that you give us to come in your presence. Thank you, Father. As we look into God's word, we pray that you will speak to us, speak into our lives. We pray, O oh God, that you would breathe your spirit, your power in us. May the proclamation of your word be effective this morning, bringing life, rejuvenating us, and driving us into the very presence of God. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Every resistance to the preaching of God's word, we bind them in the name of Jesus. Every critical spirit, be stilled and we release grace, goodness, and we pray for your anointing. To Christ be the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. We continue with our theme, What Moves You? Praise the Lord. We are constantly being moved by forces around us. But here the move that we are talking about is the force that God employs to move us. Noah was moved by holy fear into activated, enabled, propelled to move into the purpose of God. In every day, in every age, in every generation, God wants people who are synchronized to the drumbeat of heaven. People who are moved by God. Praise God. People who are moved by the fear of God. People who are moved by faith. People who are moved by the spirit of God. Amen. Noah was moved by holy fear. So come. Let's move on with Noah as we study his life. Chapter 8, 1 says, The flood, the water kept coming down from up and from down. God opened the heavens and rain came down. God opened the springs of the earth and it burst forth. And the result was the flood kept rising up. So I want you to look at Noah. Noah was a man who was moved by holy fear of God. 
And this holy fear was inside of him. And that propelled him, prompted him, spurred him into action. Not sporadic action. Not action of whatever he felt like doing. But an action which was synchronized with the act that God had given. Praise the Lord. Here. Praise God. If you want to move in the realms of God. Praise the Lord. Action is needed. But our action has to be related and aligned with the act of God. Praise God. In other words, the act that God gives us. Praise God. The instructions that God gives us. When we act on it, the act of God is revealed. Listen to me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God wants us to be people who are active. Praise God. Hallelujah. We should be enabled by the Spirit of God, propelled by the Spirit of God, prompted by the Spirit of God, not the Spirit of this age, not the Spirit of this day, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit of God. If you want to move in the Spirit of God, you have to be aligned with the act of God, the Word of God. When you move according to the Word of God, the acts of God are revealed in and through our lives. Praise God. Now check this out. The ship is rising up. The Bible says the flood went up and the ship started rising up. The man who was moved by the holy fear of God, is also experiencing a new move. Praise the Lord. Do you know what that move is? It's the upward move. Praise God. It's the upward move. Before he was moved by the holy fear of God to do whatever God wanted him to do. Now, he is within the ark that he had built and there is an up Upward move. And do you know what God is using to bring forth that upward move? God is using the same, praise God, force, the flood, the judgment, the deluge that destroyed everyone to keep his man floating upward. The upward move of God. Praise God. God can use any device, any method, any agent, praise God, to bring a move in your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. He was, there was an upward move in the purpose of God. The next move, check this out. 8.1, the Bible says, and God sent a wind, praise God, upon the waters. And the waters started receding and I want to call that the purpose driven move of God praise God a man who's moved by holy fear God will employ any methods to bring an upward move praise God but there is a purpose driven move do you know what God is doing God is making sure that waters recede not only waters recede it is a purpose 
purpose-driven move. This move is going to bring the ark to dock into a place where God has ordered and ordained. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Fall within the move of God. The Bible says God sent a wind over the earth and blows the waters. Praise the Lord. The same term as wind, as it, as it refers in Genesis 1. Praise God. The Hebrew word translated wind is ruha. Praise God. Which is also translated spirit. In other words, the world was, when the world was covered with water, the spirit of God moved over the water, hovered over the water, just as he did at creation. Praise God. This time God sent his wind and what happened? Slowly, the floods became dispersed, receded, and the land became visible. When you study the Bible, it's very interesting to see that God quite often sends his wind, praise God, in order for his purpose to be fulfilled, in order to show the might of God, in order to show the act of God, in order to show the power of God, in order to manifest who he is in the lives of God's people, in order to show his, hallelujah, power through the, to the people in this world, God has always sent his wind. Let's go quick, praise God. We see God sent a wind in Exodus 10, 10, praise God. Why did he send that wind? We see that in Exodus itself, there is so many references for the wind that God sent. During the plague, God sent an east wind and he brought locusts all over the land. And he brought a west wind and took all the locusts out of the land. Praise God. When we see Exodus 41, we see that all night, the Bible says, all night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and it turned into a dry land. Listen, God can command a wind to blow all night for your sake so that you can have a path cut out for you for God's purpose to be fulfilled in your lives. Maybe you are standing today, standing right in front of you. It's an obstacle that will not move. And you don't see a way. But God can send a wind on your behalf. Praise God. He can make it blow all night. Praise God. The wind of God that blows all night preparing a path for you so that you can enter into the promises of God. Praise God. The children of Israel were in the wilderness and the Bible says they came to a place where these guys were craving for meat and they questioned God and they asked Moses, can God prepare a table for us in the wilderness. Praise God. The Bible says in Numbers 11.31. Now a wind went out from the Lord. Praise God. This is not just simply any wind. But a wind that goes out from the Lord. The wind that goes out from the Lord. Is a purpose 
purpose-driven wind. Praise God. It's just not simply blowing for the sake of blowing. It has a purpose behind it. The wind that went from the Lord, it, what did it do? It drew quail in from the sea. Praise God. In other words, the next morning these fellows woke up and they had meat. Praise God. Quails standing, flying around their camp just so that they can simply reach out and grab it. Look what the Song of Solomon, Song of Songs says. Awake, north wind, and come, south wind. Blow upon my garden that its fragrance may spread everywhere. Praise God. There are times, uh, praise God, God will send his wind uh, into the garden, the church, uh, praise God, and it will blow into the lives of people, blow in the house of God, blow into the body of Christ, blow into the garden, praise God, the wind of God. Awake, O south wind, awake, O north wind, blow into the garden, praise God. What is the purpose of this wind? Blowing in the garden. Praise God. God intends the fragrance to spread forth from the garden. Praise God. When the wind of God blows into our lives. Praise God. We who are the children of God. We who are the carriers of the presence of God. We who are carrying the aroma of life. Aroma of Christ, the fragrance of life from us will emit around this world. Praise God. The world lives in a place where there is so much decay and stench. Stench of death. Stench of disease. Stench of sin. Stench of curse. Stench of immorality. Waving in that mist. Praise God. God wants to blow. Praise God. Awake north wind. Awake south wind. Blow into the garden of God. And let the fragrance of life, praise God, emit from the garden and spread forth, giving hope, assurance, and life to those who are in a contaminated state. Hallelujah. You know, when we come to Ezekiel, we know the prophet was commanded to prophesy. Then he said he unto him, prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus say the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breathe, breath, and breathe upon these slain. Praise God, one who is in the purpose of God. Praise God, one who was airlifted by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God lifted up, hallelujah. Praise God, lifted up Ezekiel, brought him to the valley of dry bones. Praise God, come with me. Praise God, an upward move. Praise God, bringing him into the place where God wants to use him. And God tells him, Son of man, prophesy to the wind. Praise God. Prophesy to the wind. And say what? Say to the wind, thus say the Lord. Come from the four winds of breath and breathe upon this lean that may live. 
praise God, hopeless situations, lifeless situations, situations that are still, praise God. God can cause you and me, praise God, at the command of God. God can cause you and me to prophesy to the wind so that life will come in lifeless situation. Praise God. Coming back to Noah, Noah, we, free, we see that the wind God sent started blowing and he was purposed, the ark was purpose driven into the docking station that God had ordered and ordained. Praise God. As this process is going on, I want you to come with me. Look, Noah, his family, and everything that's in the ark. I want you to think for a moment. Picture this. The earth is covered with flood. Praise God. Eerie silence. All the commotions from up, from down, from around is over. The rain that was coming up, the springs that had burst up, the cries around everything is Eerie, still silence. Maybe when you experience that, you and I will feel that the silence around us means that God is silent. No. Even when everything around is silent, and you cannot hear a thing, God is active. God is moving. Praise God. The wind of God is, hallelujah, directing the ship into its docking station. Praise God. When this goes on, we see that the Bible says, Noah opened the window. Praise God. He opens the window and he looks through the window. Praise God. It's been quite some time. It's been confined in the ship. No touch with the outside world. But now he opens the window and he looks outside. What does he see? Probably nothing. Endless, same thing. The Bible says he sends out a raven first. The raven goes around and round and round, finds no landing pad. Just had a launching pad, came back to the launching pad and landed. Again, he sends out the raven after seven days. The raven goes round and round and round and the Bible says it finds perhaps a launching pad. Noah sends the dove next. The dove goes round and round and round and comes back to the launching pad. You know, when everything around us seems to be closed, 
when you don't see anything moving on your behalf, don't forget that there is a God who is actively working on your behalf in the background. Praise God. Hallelujah. We as human beings, we want to see things. We want to see things. We want to employ our five senses. That's how we are. We want to employ our five senses. We want to see things. We want to hear things. We want to touch. We want to feel. We want to taste. We want to smell. But at times, even when our five senses are not relating, even when the five senses are not transmitting, even when the five senses are not receiving messages, I want to tell you, God is working on your behalf. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Even when your five senses, praise God, is not transmitting message back to you, Praise God. Giving you the false sense that is inactivity. Nobody cares about you. Nobody thinks about you. Nobody is concerned about you. Nobody cares what you go through. I want to tell you, activate the sixth sense, the faith in God. And it will tell you, God is still on the throne. And he's concerned about you. And he cares about you. And he thinks about you. And he acts about you. Even when you do not feel that nothing is happening, God is about to do something on your behalf. No, he is doing something on your behalf. And with one of these days, your senses will reveal, it will be revealed to your senses what God is doing. Praise God. Noah opened the window to check the status. Noah opened the windows to check the status. God opened the windows to send the rain for the first time. Praise God. That's what the Bible says in Genesis. He opened the windows of heaven and the rain came down. Noah opened the window to check the status. Praise God. Michael, Saul's wife, she opened the window. And the opening of that window led her to despise a man after God's heart who was worshipping. Listen, praise God. Noah opened the window to check the status. Michael opened her window which led her to see her husband who was after God's own heart. And what was the man doing? The man went berserk before God. He was worshipping. Praise God. He was just jumping up and down. Dancing before the ark of the Lord. And the Bible says Michael despised her him in her heart. Praise God. Come. I will connect it for you. Praise God. Daniel opened the windows towards Jerusalem to pray. Praise God. The windows of prayer was opened by Daniel. Praise God. 
Do you know the first book in the Old Testament starts by saying God opened the window and he sent forth rain as a judgment. The last book of Old Testament, Malachi, talks about another window that God opens. The first window in Genesis that was opened, it was instigated by evil and the response for sin was judgment from above. The last book in the Bible, in the Old Testament, Malachi, another window is open. It's in response to the people of God giving lavishly. The people of God giving sacrificially. The people of God bringing tithes to God. The people of God that brings what belongs to God. And God says, test me in this. I will open the windows of heaven and I will pour out such an abundance that you won't have in a place to hallelujah store what I am going to send you away. Aha! Do you know what I'm driving at? Praise God. Hallelujah. Your response can cause heaven to open a window on your behalf. This morning, what kind of windows are you opening? Are you opening the windows of prayer like Daniel did? Praise God. No, are you asking God to open that window from above in response to your giving to the Lord? Praise God. It's up to you. So the question is, what kind of windows are you opening? Microsoft Windows 10, Microsoft Windows 8.1, Microsoft Windows 8, Microsoft Windows 7, Microsoft Windows Vista, why Microsoft Windows XP, praise God, premium. What windows are you opening? What windows have you been opening? And what, let me ask you, your opening, I want you to think for a moment. What kind of response will heaven have towards your opening? Praise God. You open the right window, heaven will open up for you. Praise God. And download, unload, praise God, bountiful grace and blessing upon you. Noah opened the windows of the ark. To see what was going on. And then the Bible says, very interesting. You know, the dove went out. One, two, kept going. Hallelujah. Finally, the dove comes with an olive leaf. That means that was a sign for Noah that the water was receding. Praise God. The last time he sends the dove, it doesn't come back. Now, think about it. You know, that was a signal that the water was going down. Now comes the next move. Man who was moved by the holy fear of God. God can prompt an upward move for him. The man who was moved by the holy fear of God. God can cause a purpose driven move for him. Now check this out. This is the very interesting thing that you and I as Christians have to know. Praise God. Once he got the sign that the water was receding, 
the earth is being seen. The trees are coming out. You know what the Bible says? Noah waited. Noah waited. The man who preached for a hundred years, praise God, was on that ship for months. Now he's waiting, he's waiting, he's waiting. Let's praise the Lord. Listen, in the move of God, praise God, within the move of God, there is a season of standing still. Within the move of God, there is a season of standing still. Praise God. When everything is still, don't ever think that God is still is acting on your behalf. Praise God. Hallelujah. But within the move of God, there is a season where you have to be still and to wait before God. Praise God. I want to call it the holding pattern of God. The hold pattern of God. I don't know. If you ever flown, if you've used flights and if you travel on air, there are times when the pilot will announce and say, we are on a holding pattern. Do you know what that means? That means that we have not got the signal to land. Look, the, 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 the landing strip is not clear. Praise God. We are up here. We are in a hold pattern. When you're in a hold pattern, you're just going around in circle or you're standing still. If you're in a flight and you're in a holding pattern, you're going around and around and around and around. It looks when you are in a holding pattern that there is no purpose to life. It looks when you are in a holding pattern, you have no destination. It looks as if when you are in a holding pattern, you have no destiny. It looks when you are in a holding pattern that you don't have a docking space. Praise God. But let me tell you, if God has put you on a holding pattern, what God wants to do is he wants to align your schedule with his schedule what he's saying is wait wait for me wait for me wait for my time I'm gonna put you on a hold pattern the problem with us is we don't like a hold pattern we don't want God to put us in hold we want to move forward we want to be activated we want to do things for God we want to initiate things for God we want to explore things for God we want to navigate things for God we don't want to be still but in the realms of God a man who's moved by the fear of God there is a season in your life where you have to stay still. Praise God. Hallelujah. Stay still. The man stood still. There was no rush syndrome for him. Praise God. In your personal life in your family life, in your church life, in your vocation, in your occupation, in your election, in your decisions. There will be seasons where God wants you to stay still. You are in a holding pattern. A few years ago, we were flying from Cochin back home and we had a stop at Dubai. And 
when we arrived, when we were around, ready to get land, get ready to land in Dubai, where everybody, the, the pilot said, put your seat belts on, when next 10 minutes we'll be landing in Dubai. 10 became 20, 20 became 40, 40 became 80, 80 became in an hour, an hour, 80 became 160, and it went two hours, two and a half hours. We are still going around in circle. We are in a whole pattern. And the pilot said, we are in a whole pattern. We are not allowed to land. Everybody got anxious. Everybody got anxious. And we, myself, our family was on, on, that, on that flight. And I was reminded just two days before we were leaving India, the Spirit of God had spoken to us saying, spend time in prayer. Spend time in prayer. Because on your journey back, there is danger. Praise God. You know, the last day, the day before you leave India is a day that everybody goes crazy, running around, going for shopping, this and that. We decided that we're going to stay still. Praise God. That day we fasted and prayed before the Lord. Praise God. So when everybody was going crazy, when the holding pattern went from 10 minutes to two and a half hours, because on the earth, we had taken time to be in a hold pattern before God. Praise God. He kept our spirit still. Praise God. Hallelujah. After two and a half hours, with no reason given, we landed safely. My point is, you don't know when you're going to be on a hold pattern. When you're in a hold pattern, praise God, if you don't have to hit the panic button, you need to exercise a hold pattern before God. In other words, staying still before God. Waiting before God. Praise God. Cultivating a habit of waiting before God prepares you, hallelujah, for whatever that is before you ahead of you. Waiting is not easy. The world tells you wait is a waste. You know, when you read the Bible, people wait with various intention. Check what the Bible says. Wild animals and the wicked. Same thing. Wild animals and the wicked. They lie in wait to ambush the unsuspecting prey. Wild animals and the wicked. They wait. They lay in ambush, praise God, to do what? They are waiting for a prey, praise God. Servants wait for their masters. Servant wait for the master's orders, praise God. Hallelujah. Children of God should wait for the instructions from God. Hallelujah. We have to wait for the promises of God. Hebrews 6.15 Abraham waited patiently for the promise of God. Hallelujah. Believers and creation they wait for renewal. Romans 8.22-23 the Bible says we groan inwardly. We groan inwardly. Praise God. The creation groans for what? 
for the day of redemption. Praise God. We groan inwardly for the day of the redemption of our bodies. The creation groans for the day of redemption. Praise God. Do you know the God that you and I wait for also waits? The God that you and I wait for, He also waits. Do you know what He waits for? He waits for sinners to repent. Praise God. Patiently. My dear friend, if you're listening to me this morning, I want to tell you, I want to reintroduce you to a God who loves you, who waits for you to repent. Praise God. You don't believe me? This is what 2 Peter 3, 9 says. God patiently waits for sinners to repent. The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise. As some understand slowness, He is patient with you. He is patient with me. Not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Praise God. Hold the pattern. If you are in a hold pattern, my friend, God is preparing you for greatness. If heaven has put you on hold pattern, He's preparing you for, He's preparing for you something new. Praise God. Don't fret. Don't panic. Don't hit the eject button. Listen. Don't fret. Don't panic. Don't hit the eject button. Noah did not hit the eject button. Praise God. The door of the ark was shut by God. Noah cannot open it. But he has access to open the window. The Bible does not say Noah jumped out of the window. The Bible did not say he put a rope out of the window. He wanted to go and check things out. He waited. He was on a hold pattern. He waited. You perhaps are on a hold pattern, my friend. Let me conclude. In the Middle East, the kings and the sheiks, they had horses that they used during times of peace, prosperity, and during times of war and turmoil. But this, these horses were trained very well. These horses that were trained very well and used by the kings had a special tag on its forehead. It would say HMS in His Majesty's service. You don't get that badge just like that. HMS badge is not for everyone. HMS badge is not for people who are careless or horses that will just go haywire. Etimus was exclusive his in his majesty's service. The best of the horses were picked. In those days, the Egyptian horses were the best. Even the Bible attests to that. These horses were sent through a season of training. They were well fed and they were trained well. 
but there used to be a last phase of the training. The last phase of the training would be they would starve these horses, slowly deprive them of their food. They were used to good food. Slowly they will deprive them of their feed. And the last day before the test, they would even deprive water from them. The day of test will come. All the horses that were trained for the majesty's service will be lined up. And they will release feed with such aroma into the air that the horses would go berserk. They were still tied down but the fresh scent of the feed and the starvation that they had gone through brought forth within them a reaction. The horses go, will go wild. At the command of the instructor, every horse is released at the same time. Horses will run to the feed. And as they approach the feed, just before the horse would put his mouth into the field, the instruction, the instructor will give a final instruction. He will give a command. Halt! The horse that heard the instructor's command and withheld itself from the feet enters into the majesty's service. You and I are in His Majesty's service. Praise God. When you are in this Majesty's service, there is a hold pattern for everybody. There is a hold pattern for everybody. The natural instinct in man wants to jump, wants to hallelujah spur, wants to act, wants to do rash things, wants to do things not according to the pattern of God understand anything that doesn't align with the pattern of God. Anything that doesn't align with the act of God. God expects his man, his woman to align his or her act with the act of God. If you want to see the act of God manifested in your life, through your life, if you want to be part of the Acts, the book of apostles in the Bible, you and I need to go through a season of hold pattern. When God puts you on hold pattern, stay still and fine-tune your ears to the voice of God. God wants to do something special, something unique, and he wants to do a grand design in your life. Praise God. Shall we pray? Look to the Lord for a moment. Are you the person who's moved by holy fear? Moved to act for God. In that mood, there is a season of upward mobility. There is a season when God sends his wind. And your purpose driven into the dockings of God. You want to dock where God wants you to dock. You don't want to dock here and there. 
You don't want to dock everywhere. God, if God is saying you're going to dock on Mount Ararat, that's where you're docking. Praise God. For that, you need patience. For that, God may put you on a hold pattern. When God puts you in a hold pattern, what's your mindset? I don't know about you. I don't know about you. I want to be in His Majesty's service. That means when He says go, you go. That means when He says stay, you stay. Praise God. That means when He says just be on a whole pattern, I'll give you the green light. That's what you do. Who is here this morning? That we hear the voice of the Lord and say, Lord, I want to align my moves with your moves. Yeah. Lord, align my moves with your moves. What's moving you? Oh, yes. What's moving you? My God. Hallelujah. Make me sensitive to your move. Jesus. Let the holy fear of God move me into the realms of God.